Hello and welcome to the brand new series of the On The Ward podcast. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the closed doors of Psychiatric Hospital? Well, I'm John Barry Waldron. I'm a senior staff nurse working at St Andrews. And let me introduce you to some of our patients who are happy to share their mental health journey with you as part of the On The Ward podcast. Okay, hi, we're back for a brand new episode of the On The Ward podcast. It's a beautiful day, uh, and I'm about to go and interview one of the guys on the ward who's a really interesting character. He's big into his art and big into his music and origami, and uh, he's been really good and said he's going to try and show us a bit of what he does so we can get a bit of a vibe about what it's like for him on the ward. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to go and try and meet him now. I'm, I'm here on the ward, here with one of the patients here. Hey, get on. Yes, I'm here. Hello, one, two, testing, one, two, testing. And so you took where we are, so this is the... I'm walking down the hallway now. It's clear. Shutting that door. Um, we're heading to the music room. Sometimes I usually go there uh, regularly. All right, so where, where are we now, you said? We, we are in the music room. Um, you're saying you did some of these photos? Yeah, I did all these. I made these. So we got like butterflies here, and they have quotes on them, whatever. And then we have a laminated spaceship with an alien on board. Captain's looking pretty happy, he don't know. And um, we have some names of people who've left. Wow, so you've, you've got an origami. Will you tell me, what, what is that? It's a horse. Oh, and how do you know to do that? Um, at first, I uh, got a staff member to print me off some uh, images of instructions on how to get there, how to make it. It's just like painting. Mm. Um, you're only focusing on one thing. Right. Everything else just dissolves around you. And there's uh, no, no stress, no pressure. So um, take the paper like this. We're going to... Change it, turn it into a square. Mm-hmm. Basically, all you're going to do now is just strip it down. You, sometimes you, you have to be supervised using the scissors. Yeah. So why is that? So is that because the ward is like, it's got some people that, you know, why, why do the scissors uh, need to be supervised? Um, obviously, you know, that, um, some patients can take advantage of things like that. And... Um, we don't want anyone to get hurt, so we have to make sure that it's used in a safe, controlled manner, environment, slash manner. And how do you find that? Because obviously it's restrictive for you, you know, if you're in a ward, obviously it's safe for other people, but for you it's a bit restrictive. Um, I'm okay with it, I don't mind. Uh, it's just as long as I can get someone to watch me um, yeah. while I cut up pieces of paper or whatever I'm doing. I, I guess you, you mentioned before that you, you can play the piano. Yeah. So we've got the piano here. I mean, is it okay if we listen to a little bit of you? Sure. I was learning this is um, Ludovici by Brodovic or something like that. He's um, an Italian uh, songwriter and it goes like this.
I'm not doing well with that one. <laughs> I've got something better. Okay. Well, not better, but in the sense that I can play. I should, um, a, I should give a clap here, that was brilliant. <laughs> and again, you were saying about the, the origami, do you find the music like, helps, it's like a therapy? Yeah, yeah it is. So I, I guess, like going back to the start, so, so how can you become sectioned, what happened oh, um, the first time? I, w I was very depressed, um, I was alienated, I was alone, I was lonely, and um, that's what happened. Mm. Loneliness is dangerous, and, and you I found myself here. Yeah. Um, I also had an incident with my brother, did I tell you that? Um, basically we came to uh, a disagreement and um, I actually hurt him and that's when I came here and I got my section. I spent about 24 hours in um, custody. It wasn't bad, it was all just white walls and they had like a really hard bed. It was, it was alright. And then they took me out, and I spoke to a bunch of professional, uh, what's it called, psychologists? No, yeah, psychiatrists. And then they said, "Oh, would you like to come to a mental health hospital and receive like regular therapy?" So, but uh, so you haven't been in hospital before, before that incident? Uh, no. So how did you feel? Like, because it must have been a little bit scary. Oh, I was, I was actually uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Weirdly enough, ever since we were growing up, we were close, but we didn't realize it. And we had stepdad come in and go out, and it was he'd like come in and just to destroy the. Yeah. If you imagine a puddle, mm. and someone steps in it, he'd do exactly that. And um, yeah, everyone was just not healthy, not well, and the negativity would build up, mm. and resentment would build up. We were close as brothers, but that's. Um, I don't feel like I should go up and apologize. I'm gonna more like apologize with actions, but actions speak louder than words. So I'm gonna make it up to him when I get out. I didn't realize it, but I was diagnosed with psychosis, uh, non organic psychosis, and I was diagnosed with Asperger's. Okay, um, psychosis is um, when you experience frequent delusions, uh, possible depression, and Hallucination, maybe. Um, could be auditory or visual. Uh, you also become a very, very heavy pessimist and become kind of cynical. And Asperger's is kind of like the bright side of it. 
Because <laughs> it's not as bad. It, it is autism uh, in a way, but I think it's high functioning. Um, yeah, I had uh, frequent mood changes and uh, mood swings. So I'd be going from happy to sad to crying and then breakdowns. I usually had a lot of breakdowns. Mm. Um, I remember I used to come back from school feeling like, feeling really bad. And then sometimes I'd just go to the fridge and punch it or something. Yeah. Or maybe go out and into the garden and um, smash up the shed yeah. with whatever tool I can get my hand on. Yeah, psychosis. Um, yeah, uh, I was delusional. That's from that's the part I remember is when I was trying to impersonate characters, like uh, serial killers and murderers and stuff like that. Not in the sense that, like, um, just take their personality, not anything further than that. Oh, well, I've been recently trying to reduce my meds, and um, if you're happy, do you mind telling what meds you're on? Or um, I am on quetiapine. Yeah. Um, so, th so that would be for the psychosis. Yeah, that would be yeah. sort of psychosis and uh, mood swings and stuff like that. But do you find it's helped or, or not helped? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I believe it's helped massively with a lot of things. Um, I don't feel as hard-headed. More pessimistic anymore. Yeah. I can see like silver lining. I can see the bright side of things. My therapy. Uh, we usually discuss things like um, relevant matters. Uh, sometimes we will go uh, to different topics like um, psychosis. I don't really know much about it. I haven't had much um, knowledge or therapy talking about it. But yeah. Yeah, it's quite hard to talk and do this at the same time. I'm doing my best. You're doing a great job. And as you said before, this, this is therapy, right? So this, you know, just doing this and, and being able oh, yeah. to be creative helps. Yeah. I used to do art therapy as well. So art therapy is, is just like creating a therapeutic environment where you can, I don't know, kind of like meditate in a way. The art is involved by, uh, it's like making positive art. Um, like getting you to focus on one thing. You do feel more relaxed. Staff here, um, they're very good actually. Personally, um, to previously there was a staff member, she helped me open up and um, just by like literally making observations and saying that oh, it looks like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders, and I realised that, and um, it kind of resonated with me, and then I did something about it, and then because I had this thing where I just make people problems my problems, and um, my family had a lot of problems, so their problems were my problems, and then I realised I had to leave, and. That's when the opportunity of, oh, would you like to go to a mental hospital? And I said, yeah, sure. I need a break. I deserve a break. Yusuf, we're just trying to wonder what, what plans have you got for the future? <laughs> I don't think there will be a plan for me that's going to actually work, but um, I'm going to take it as it comes. Um, I've been entered for a GCSE maths exam, level one, and then I have an entry for college. Uh, after college, um, 
Uh, I'd I really like to be part of something big. I'm not sure if you know this, but there was a nationwide, well, England had a shortage of firefighters. So they did this day where you would experience what it's like to be a firefighter. And uh, I actually took part in that. I didn't expect me myself to do perform as well as I did. So, so you're saying that that may be a career option. Maybe you said you had a go. You liked being a firefighter or you know, getting all the gear on? And I like it. I believe I'm becoming more of a people person. So my social skills are becoming better as a person with Asperger's. Before, I would have said things outrageous, um, things to just get attention, things to shock people and stuff like that. And I had speak and language therapy. And I did. I did a couple of therapy sessions with this uh, speaking language therapist. And she, she actually helped me understand um, that what I was doing was wrong. I mean, if you don't have anyone to tell you what you're doing wrong, then you just continue doing it until you actually destruct yourself. And that's what I was pretty much on path of self-destruction. Would you say your people's skills are better now? I mean, you, or they've improved? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't say any more inappropriate things, even though I do get the urge to. Well, you managing to sit in a room here and do origami with, with us, which is, you know, kind of a big step. Yeah. I'm making a horse, and this is the final end, uh, final stage. Touch, touch down. Bada bing, bada yeah. boom. There's your horse. You, you can't see it, obviously, but he, he's made a fantastic horse out of origami, which is uh, very impressive. Yeah, with a classic red card. My paranoia was um, I had a lot of uh, wood frame on my bed, and I'd use it and um, protect myself from the cats. Because <laughs> I was paranoid they were going to give me fleas, and they often usually did. We had a flea infestation at the house at the time. Uh, but most of the time, I was just protecting myself from the family. Yeah. I guess that's where it becomes hard, where some of it's legit and some of it's, you can't sometimes tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, like that. And you get paranoia mixed up with your, uh, what's it called, uh, intuition. Right. And it's just hard to break free from. But maybe you're on the path to breaking free from it. Yeah, I am. I just need um, two bats, please. Two bats? Not the ball? Yes. Alright, you ready? Are you? I'm pretty good. You are? Well, I'm alright. Bring it on. So you said that you, you might want to go swimming. So you're allowed to go swimming off the ward. Uh, yeah. But how do you go about like doing that? Uh, you have to go through the staff. Um, you have to make sure that they're okay to do a section for you, if they're even around to do one. So we're just going to find my um, care coordinator and we're going to ask her. Can I go uh, to Gloucester House so I can show them around to the swimming pool? Yes, you can. And can you do a section for me, please? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh. 
That's great. Okay, so, so like I said, the process is that um, you have to be signed out to, to go. So even though um, this guy is unescorted, he still has to be signed out by the staff. We need to check his leave section 17 first to see if he's got that leave to go on the grounds or to go in the community. So I need to check on his section 17 and see how many hours is he allowed to go out as well. Yeah. Um, you see that safe there? Yeah, big one under the table. And that's where all our, so like usually financial stuff, passports, date of births are going there. So I have a bank account, basic cash card. For money, I just leave. Um, I would use my bank card in a community, in an ATM. Um, okay, there's two ID cards. There's one grey and there's one yellow one. And I'm going to go get my jacket. Go for it, yeah. What's your name again? Sorry. It's Ed. So Ed, uh, he mentioned earlier that you took him to do some charity work or something. Um, I work in education, so I teach. Um, so I've set up a, an external vocational work experience with a very empathetic charity out in the community. It's a 12-week programme. It would be um, all the usual responsibilities in retail, such as merchandising, stock control, till operation, customer service, like everything you would expect for. And it's a very empathetic charity shop, so uh, they do Duke of Edinburgh, that kind of stuff. So it's perfect fit for Yusuf, who's imminently going to be in the community at some point. It's real time, real people. And um, he's, he was on the till straight away, customer service. Uh, he took it um, like a duck to water, really. Yusuf will gain qualifications from it, references from the actual charity shops, uh, which will build into a CV. So uh, we mentioned just the experience of being in back in the public. Absolutely, kind of. yeah, and it's confidence building. It's social, social interactive, and um, it's just got all the plus points you'd want. Okay, so we we finally got signed out, and what are we up to now? Ah, uh, we are leaving the building. Okay. So we're in the airlock here. It's, um... So we're in the like the main kind of atrium bit, but yeah. the corridor it's like huge. It goes all the way up, I'd say about twenty foot, and there's like a glass. Yeah, it's beautiful actually. It's like a holoscope. <laughs> if that's what it's called. So uh, you had to take me to the. You said it's the gym, is it? Swimming pool. Swimming pool. Sorry. Uh, I remember when I came here. I came here in a red car with a social worker of mine. Uh, from a previous hospital, she was quite nice. Uh, I was sad to see her go there. And uh, she came here with me, and I actually sat in the front seat. Yeah. That's how much they trusted me. Yeah. Yeah, being in a hospital, being in a hospital, it's not the experience you expect. You'd expect syringes, and needles, and and people being sedated and looking like they're half dead, dribbling out their mouths. You'd expect like padded rooms and. Uh, Locked rooms, cold rooms, uh, no heating, no shower, um, flat bed. Um, actually, it's pretty comfortable, the bed. It's uh, memory foam. So even the bed is not what you expected? Yeah. I was expecting, like, people dressed in white, uh, straight coats, uh, bats. <laughs> and, and you found it, like, to be just not what you, you had in your head? No. I was quite delusional at the time, so I thought that it'd be that way. And I also thought I'd have a girlfriend here, but no, kind of a joke. So, are you going to be able to show me, I don't know whereabouts the swimming pool is, but you yeah. show me which direction. 
So we crossed down here and Tompkins is here. This is a cafe actually. Remember I had, um, we do a social club because we're autistic and we don't have like social skills that as well as we think we could. Um, so they do social group. It's where basically they're just easing us into the uh, community because if you took one of the patients out from here, I imagine they'd have a mental breakdown in a cafe in a community. Um, Is that just because there's lots of people, lots of noise, lots of... Uh, yeah. So, so you're taking us to the, the swimming pool. You, you've, yes. You can swim and you uh, do lengths and things. Or? I do lengths. Um, Twenty-three lengths in the pool is a twenty-five meter pool, so that's a quarter of a mile. And again, you remember we said earlier about sometimes art could be a therapy. Do you find the exercise can sometimes, yeah, help? Uh, the being in the water is like zero gravity for me, so it's just like you're letting yourself go in a way. Plus, you hold your breath, which is kind of nice. You have like a moment yeah. with yourself. That's right. How did you find, so obviously, you know when you first came? Oh. One, you, you, were in, you were in lockdown, so that's hard. But how long did it take you to get leave off the ground? Or um, so I ground? came here, I was... Uh, yeah, it was quite difficult to get it at first. Okay, what, why do you think that Talk, what, what, uh, what happened? Because you have to do these exposures. Yes. And uh, baby steps mm -hmm. into getting what you want and that's their reinsurance that you won't run away or attack someone on leave or do something do something irrational erratic so maybe like the first time you went with someone uh yeah crows <laughs> i love crows <laughs> ravens no these are these are ravens they're pretty big yeah they're smart actually they have intelligence of a seven-year-old and they collect things, right? Is that right? Yeah, they can be trained as well. But uh, so you had a member of staff for you to start with, but now you've got to the stage where you don't need any staff. Yeah, I guess that's because they now trust you and they think you're doing better. And that's right. Um, the only thing is, is that um, if I don't have credit on my phone to call them uh -huh. to let them know where I am or what I'm doing, or if I'm coming late, um, they will worry. Yeah, and they usually wouldn't let me off the ward if I don't have credit. And so you have to give like specific time when you're in and when you're out, is it? Or That's right. And when, when did you get your unescorted leave? My unescorted leave? Uh, about a couple of months in. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I did a couple of exposures. Mm -hmm. I had to go down to uh, Wellenborough Road, uh, Tesco's. I had an hour and then I came back. The next day I banged another one out. And it was, it was going to a skate park, so I went to a skate park. <laughs> I um, I use rollerblades. Oh yeah. So I'm pretty good at that. Can't go ramp though. No, no tricks. I can do tricks. Oh. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't use that anymore. I yeah. don't know why. And do you feel like you know if, when you leave the hospital, do you think you've got like, the tools now to, to recognise when you're maybe not feeling so well? Um, when I'm not feeling well. Mentally, um, I mean, yeah. I, I do tend to try and dismiss my feelings, but not anymore. Okay, uh, that's I interesting. So acknowledge them as much as I can. So you're saying, just talking about the feelings and, and getting out there, yeah, is better. It is. Whereas you're saying in the past you may have just ignored them or yeah, ignore them, push them to the side, 
forget about them. And then it just sits there eating you inside like a like a parasite. Mm. I guess it will come out eventually. Yeah. Like you have to kind of like talk to yourself about it. Um, like if you find it hard to look at someone, mm. or if you think someone is um, less than you, you have to talk to yourself and like you have to come to uh, a point where you can say, okay, I can look over that, I can look past it. Like letting things go, for example. Like, um, if someone punched you, you want to punch them back, right? Yeah. But it's the same thing, you got to let it go. I guess it's the, um, sometimes people react very quick. Yeah. And sometimes you need like, to take just a couple of seconds just to... And give in to their uh, emotions and the cloud their judgment and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Do you think that you, you maybe were able to do that a bit better now to kind of take a step back? Uh, yeah. Like, I could step out of a situation and analyze it properly and think about what I'm doing. I'm just walking up to uh, Gloucester House now. So maybe explain just what, what's Gloucester House? What's that? Uh, Gloucester House, there's a swimming pool, there's a gymnasium. There we are. So how often would you, would you come swimming? Um, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. And you're saying you're up to... Well, that looks good. And here we are. And you're up to five lengths? Yeah. yeah. So this okay. is a swimming pool. And wow. So this is where you do your swimming? Yeah. Huh. And so you know when you do your swimming session, are you on your own or you have other people do it too? Or? Uh, I'm just, uh, it's always alone. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't always like that actually. No. Did you used to swim when you were outside? I did do some swimming sessions um, in primary school. Um, and that's just about it. So, so yeah, you said you didn't do swimming when you were outside. Only in primary school. Yeah, so this is kind of a... Oh, that's what you mean, yeah. I guess a way to reconnect, like you've started swimming again. Uh, I will be doing swimming in the community. Yeah. Along with some martial arts or gymnastics or something. And you mentioned, so you're hoping in the future that... Go back to college, you think? Yeah. And then maybe pursue a career as a firefighter, perhaps. Uh, have you got any word about when you think you might be leaving hospital? What's the... Mm. Uh, they gave me a choice okay. they always do and they said would you like to leave in August or November Okay. Uh, I said August Yeah. mostly well because it's sunny then true, and yeah. it won't be cold and I'll just enjoy myself and work towards getting a driving license finish my theory test and stuff and where, where would you think they would want you to go or where do you think you'd like to live uh, Leicester actually, I got news about my placement today. I'm gonna visit tomorrow as an assessment. So if I like the place, they said they'll discharge me. And if I don't like the place, they'll continue looking. What, what's the place, normally? Uh, it's, uh, it's a shared room, I think. Okay. Uh, two other males. So basically, it wouldn't be a hospital, it would be more like a home, you're saying? Yeah. So you wouldn't have this, uh, 
security, you wouldn't need to sign in and out. No, no. Can come and go as you please? Or? Yeah. And alongside that, I will be doing more therapy in the community. Okay. So which therapy do you think you'll carry on? Um, I want to do speaking language therapy. And I also want to do art therapy and therapy just in general. Yes. But rest of the day, I'm going to go to uh, the garden center. I'm going to get myself a, a bulb, um, a daffodil bulb. And um, I'm going to plant it and see what happens. Okay. So right, I, the right season for it, I guess, right? Yeah. I, uh, I do sow and plant on, grow a lot of plants. And once I grew my mum a uh, plant, it was called Morning Glory. It was a vine, actually. Okay. It was purple on the outside and bright yellow in the inside. So what is it you think you like about plants? Um, it's just good. They represent like good things, positivity and growth and all that. Plus it gives you something to take care of and watch. And it's amazing when you plant something and you see that little shoot come up. Like I've planted um, sunflower seeds in my garden bed. I can show you when we get back if we have enough time. Yeah. And they're just starting to come out. Okay, so we're back on the ward. We've had a nice little walk. You've shown us all around. And I suppose, I just want to say thank you for showing me everything and your kind of life here on the wall. Yeah. Is there any message you have for the world or anything you want to um, say? Be true to yourself and be true to others. That's all I have. That, that's a beautiful sentiment. And like I said, I, I wish you well in everything and, and hope you guys really on. Thanks for letting me see your music and the origami. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah. I did have fun too. It's nice talking to you guys. Great experience as well because I've never done anything like this. Yeah. Well, you, you talked really well, and we're really glad that you, uh, you were able to talk to us. Yes. Um, Thank you, and I'll let you go, because it looks like your lunch is ready. That is lunchtime, actually. I thought it was <laughs> afternoon, but I'll see you.